So here we are at episode two of Metal Chat with Melissa. This episode is about uh, non-metal bands that metal heads love. It's called Metal Adjacent. That's what I'm calling this episode. And to help me with this episode, I have enlisted a very good friend of mine. His name is Tim. He lives actually the next town over, but we are going to do this over Zoom because, you know, COVID. But um, he is not really a metalhead, but he's a music guy. And he has quite the record collection to rival any uh, AOR radio station from back in the 70s. Hello, Tim. How you doing there, Melissa? I'm good. Welcome to the show. And thank you for doing this. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So um, you and I are pretty close in age and you are not a metalhead, but you have gone to a lot of metal shows. We've gone to a lot of shows, period. You want to tell everybody a little bit about how you got so fond of music and subsequently started to learn how to play guitar and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. My name is Tim. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a family, you know, I think the first music that I ever really heard that I could remember was my father's old Irish uh, records. He used to play them things all the time. And um, but the first two records that I ever really like for rock and roll was my brother came home and he brought home Out of Our Heads by the Rolling Stones and the Rolling Stones now. And when I heard those records, I mean, I had heard Beatles stuff. I had heard stuff that my sister had. But when I heard those records, it just had that ratty sound, that kind of Chuck Berry like twang to it, and um, and I was like hooked from there, you know. And uh, you know, I just I became like I just always loved music, and I still do. I never grew out of it. I never want to grow out of it. Um, I waited for years. I always wanted to take guitar, but things came up, and and uh, you know, life came up. Yep. And I, you know, I started to, uh, I, I, I had nobody to show me. Uh, I remember a guy told me, he says, he goes, you go in there and spend $50, you know, for a half hour, it's going to take you 10, 15 minutes just to learn to tune. So I just started doing it on my own. And I, I knew that I had it in me because I've been listening to music, rock and roll, blues, everything, you know, I, I really absorb it all. And um, that's how it started. And uh, I, I found out that I could play guitar and I kind of just did it on my own. And I just listened to records. I never even used YouTube. I wanted to get my own song. And, uh, you know, I always loved that about Richie Blackmore. Or, you know, when you hear Richie Blackmore, you know it's Richie Blackmore. That's right, you do. He's got that, that classical guitar sound. And when you hear an Eric Clapton or you hear a Jeff Beck, you know their sound. And I'm not even near that. But I wanted to have my own sound, and that's how I started off. So, yeah, um, you know, and I, and I run my own uh, um, music site on Facebook, which I have a lot of musicians that are on it. Uh, I had Lowell George's kid, who, you, who you, you know, you guy there, uh, Jeff, used to love Little Feet. Yep. No, that was and, his uh, favorite. Yeah, and, and Lowell George's kid was on there for a while. He still maybe I just don't see him pose, but a lot of musicians, so. And a lot of people dig it. So um, it's just cool. I, I just, I'm just a music guy. I've seen, I've seen some of the biggest shows, you know, that, that ever came into town. You know, I had tickets to see Led Zeppelin and uh, John Bonham died. Yeah, me too. Yeah. While we were waiting. And, you know, that was like a solemn day. I remember living in the projects. And when we heard that, 
they were such a huge band um, you know, growing up, and it was really like somebody close to you. Um, yeah. It was really like the first death. I mean, I had heard of deaths, but that was the really one. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree that that was the first, that was the first sort of death that, you know, because, you know, neither one of us really were old enough to remember Janice or Jimmy or, you know, or Jim Morrison or anybody like that. You know, we were too young for that. And I don't even, I think it's today is the anniversary of the plane crash that killed um, Skinner. The, yeah, the guys from Skinner. Yeah. And, um, and that was 1977. I mean, I was 12 years old and I kind of sort of remember that, but I don't remember it in detail, but I sort of remember because I always listen to the radio. I remember um, them playing a lot of um, Leonard Skinner. Right. I think it was BCN I was listening to. They were playing like tons of BC, uh, tons of, um, you know, Leonard Skinner and talking about them. So I, I vaguely remember that, but I don't, mm. I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily know who they were. Whereas right. by the time um, we lost um, John Bonham, I knew who he was. Right. Right. You know? And the same thing. And like, I, I knew of Skinner, but it was like, because I was living in the projects and it was like, we, all the older kids that we were like following in there, they would play that stuff out there all night right. long. The Allman Brothers, the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Mountain, you know, all these Deep Purple, all these uh, big bands. Skinned was huge around yep. here when they'd yep. come to the Garden of the Cape Cod Coliseum. You know, they were always a big draw. And um, so that's how I, I knew of these things. But like with Led Zeppelin, like, you know, they were just like bands. They really were. They were the band. And when Bonham died, it was just like, that was the one that really kind of hit me. First of all, because I always, you know, wanted to see him. Like when we got tickets, right. it was right. unbelievable. Right. And then to have that happen. Right. And we were right at the end. You know, it was, it was like I said, you know, in our age, that would have been, what, 1980 something. So, yep. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. that's what we were catching that tour. But that was like huge. We were in school and it was like, we're going to let someone. Yeah. And then he died and it was just, you know. And still to this day, you know, people, people know, like when Lennon was killed or, you know, so, something like that. But, you know, I remember sitting out the front there and hearing the John Bonham guy and yep. Joey Barry over there in the cellar just cracking the stuff out the window. And it was like, people were literally crying. Yeah. It was like, wow, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And those, you know, that, that's how music felt to so many of us. And some grew out of it, and some, but there's still so many of us. Those of us who did not. <laughs> yeah, but we still go, you know, when I go to see, like I went to see Roger Waters there do the wall at, at uh, Fenway. Me too. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and I, I'd see, you know, my buddy Stubb Corbett and, and, and other guys. And it's like, you know, it's just like we always had it in it. That was just something that rock and roll, you know, we grew up in it. And, right. And it, it just never left me. I still go, you know, this with this COVID stuff. I mean, I heard you say you know on the last podcast you know how much you know how many shows you've missed and all that we had Aerosmith tickets yep me gone. too. I mean it's postponed I guess we're gonna go next yeah I guess till March but yeah and and who knows with this COVID I mean you don't know what the hell's going on no you don't you don't uh you know um so many and there, I have a couple of shows that like like Aerosmith that were post that were postponed to next year but you know, we don't even know what's going to happen next year. I mean, I think a lot of people think that 
2021, like we're going to flip the calendar and all of a sudden the switch is just going to go off and it's just going to be back to normal and it's not going to be that way. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. And and look at, you know, every day, you know, Spencer Davis, you know, from the Spencer Davis group where Steve Winwood came, he died today. You know, just in the last week, Eddie Van Halen died. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, every single day. That's that's the thing that's really so scary. I mean, even... even in the metal world, um, you know, our, our greats are, are getting older. And if I read something that, you know, the Judas Priest show that was going to be 2021 was going to be postponed to 2022. Now, you get, you know, in 2022, how old is Ozzy going to be? How old is, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, Nico McGrain from, uh, from Iron Maiden will be like 71, I think, in, 2000, in 2022, 2022. Right. You know, um, Ozzy's had health issues. I mean, is he, co- you know, going to be able to come back? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just crazy. And so you just keep thinking about how, um, who's even going to be here in 2022, let alone be in any shape to, um, you know, to on tour. you know, um, yeah. that's why I always try to see everybody. Um, I was supposed to see, I had an opportunity to see Zeppelin in 78, but my mom wouldn't let me go because she thought I was too young. Right. I'll never forgive her for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that yeah. was a crazy tour. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Zeppelin is a band that everybody comes together. Like, if whether you are a metalhead or just a rock person or, I mean, or a classic rock person, everybody can get behind them. I don't really know anybody who doesn't like them. You know, and, and every every band, whether it's, you know, um, extreme metal to to rock to just hard rock that were influenced by them, you know, that were influenced by Jimmy Page and, of course, John Bonham. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they are adamant about the fact that they're not a heavy metal band and they're not a heavy metal band. I mean, they never were. But right. um, they really need to uh, appreciate the idea that they really did uh, influence quite a few metal bands oh and, yeah and i mean just whole lot of so love. loved by metal heads right just whole lot of love yeah just listen to that i mean you know if that ain't uh heavy molten metal i don't yeah, know you know exactly for that time 1969 nobody was playing like that no ex- you know? absolutely absolutely I mean, we had, we had the heavy groups we had Jimi hendrix and we had you know the cream and, and, and mountain and stuff like that but Hendrix just come out and we're playing the blues and just elevated it to a level that was like, oh shit. Well, that's, know, like, what the hell? well, that's the thing. It's like in, in, even like in, in metal, you've got um, people who take the blues mm. and elevate it or people who take the classical music, you know, like Ingve Malmsteen is a good example of somebody um, right. taking classical guitar to a whole nother level. Right. You know? um, yeah. I mean, well, they're, so Zeppelin's starting out around the same time. Well, actually, a little bit earlier than than um, than Black Sabbath, and then of course Black Sabbath was the birth of metal. Right. You know, they you know they kind of invented it. Right. And, um, and really kind of put it on the map. But the interesting thing about that is then you know and you had like your Judas Priest really early on you know, but then but then it sort of didn't. It seems to me that metal, real real metal, as as most metalheads know it today didn't really come around till like 79 although there was so much stuff in between like when you talk about Richie Blackmore for example now there's somebody who definitely influenced a lot of people yeah. whether it's um whether it's from 
uh, yeah, purple and yeah. and D and you know the work that he did in Rainbow with with the likes of Ronnie James Dio, of course, who obviously went on to you know who's who's a god in the metal community, right? And rightfully so, um, you know. But there's another guy who wasn't really a quote unquote guitarist or in quote unquote metal bands, but he really um, he really influenced so many people, and of course. Um, there isn't anybody in the metal community who doesn't really like uh, purple or doesn't really like rainbow or you right. know anything like that. You know, everybody's pretty much on board with that. So that's another band that just really isn't sort of or another other bands I should say that aren't really quote unquote metal, but they are metal. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah, and another band that um, that metalheads love that isn't really a metal band is ACDC. Right. Right. Um, Good hard rock. Yeah. You know, thing about you know the thing about ACDC, you know they are just like one of those bands that just get the place going crazy. I mean I've seen them a couple of times, you know Angus pulling his pants down and moaning and all yep. that stuff. Yep. But you know and and sometimes the solos may sound the same or whatever. But you know when they come into town, it's just like they'll sell out a Boston Garden. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you and, see them in the back? Did you now? Did you have you ever seen them with Angus? I mean, with uh, um, excuse me, with um, with Bond? I didn't see him with Bond Scott. I did no, not. I, yeah. I seen him right. I seen the back, back in black. Tour, yeah, that was the first was, time that I saw ACDC as well. That was bad. That was, you know, because I, I really loved that. I loved Bond Scott. And, uh, but that album, Back in Black, I mean, that just that song, right. you know, I mean, it, they just come out and, and, you know, they thought they were over. Bon Scott was just such a huge part of that band. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, they come around, they get a new singer, and they just come into town and they just kick ass. And they've been going ever since. You know, now yeah. I'm, I'm just hearing that, uh, I don't know, you know, I've I just been hearing uh, plugs here and there on my station on uh, Can't You Hear the Music and stuff, and, and saying that they're getting back together. So I don't they know. Have a, they have a new album that's dropping November 13th. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, listen, the 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 um the the single that's coming out that came out or whatever, I, you know, I heard it. It it sounds like ACDC. ACDC always sounds like ACDC, right? right you always, exactly. always know it's ACDC. And yeah, I mean they're not super sophisticated, you know, or or whatever, but they are a great fun band and they are definitely a band that metalheads will especially if you're our age and you remember seeing them like at the uh, for those about the rock tour where they had the cannons. Yeah. Right, you know, right, right. Um, you know, you're just, it, I mean, it was just a great rock show, right? Right. And it, and it, again, and I think that um, when we were younger, and I've said this to other people before, I think that there wasn't, people weren't really pigeonholed into one genre of music. I mean, I was telling um, people how um, I saw, when I saw Iron Maiden on the uh, Number of the Beast tour, um, they were with 38 special. <laughs> wow. Well, what it sounds thing. weird, right? But yeah. if you remember back in the early 80s, first of all, if you remember, uh, 38 special was huge back right. in the early 80s, right? Mm. And uh, and everybody loved them and all, they, they were on the rock stations. And, and so it, it wasn't that unusual to have those two bands play together. Right, you know? right. Um, you know, now they, they sort of package everything and you, you know, you don't really get, you know, you don't really get a mix, but, but back then that wasn't really that unusual, 
you know? Right. And now, you know, I've talked to a lot of younger metalheads and they're just like, you know, they don't like anything that's not metal, you know, and they don't, they, and, and I think for us, we were a little bit more open-minded about what we, you know, we listened to. I liked, obviously like the harder, heavier stuff, but I still loved, you know, I still loved uh, ACDC and, and Blue Oyster Cult is another, another band that metalheads love. You know, and uh, Linda Skinner and all of that kind of stuff, you know, and right. I and I think and I think and, and I and I challenge younger people who who only listen to, you know, who only listen to, uh, you know, Pantera or whatever, only listen to like the, really the heavy stuff to, to, you know, be a little bit more open minded and go out and check out some of these other bands, some of these older bands that that influenced the bands that you're listening to now, because all the all the people that are coming up now, they were all influenced by these people. Right, right. I mean, you go on YouTube now, and you go back. I mean, now I used to, that was a band, Blue Oyster Cult. I seen them like six times. And oh, when yeah, they yeah. would come in, you know, they're a New York band. But when they came into the Boston Garden, they were unbelievable. I remember going and see them, and the only thing I had heard was "Don't Fear the Reaper." And I went to see them just because somebody had tickets, and they're like, "Come on, come on, let's go." And we went there, and at the end of the night, I was like a fan. They were a band like. They never really caught their sound on on album, but when they came in live, I mean, you know, with with the Godzilla head during the yep. drum solo, Godzilla, yep. and you know, uh, uh, Hot Reels to Hell and uh, Seven Screaming Diz Bus. I mean, I wouldn't they come out like all of them grab guitars at the end except the drummer, and they're up there just friggin' sick of them like the Outlaws used to do. Yep. and and it's just like. Wow, at the end of that concert, I was just like, who are these guys? I was like, these guys. And then I had to get agents of fortune and some enchanted evening. Have a metal head go back and listen to some of the stuff like some yep. enchanted evening or yep. on your feet or on your knees, and you'll see where that stuff yeah. came uh, from, you know. Yeah, no, it's 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 dynamite, it's dynamite, it's di it's dynamite stuff. And they've got a new album out that's out now and it's really, really good as well. And it's nice yeah. to see that they're still uh still kicking it. You know, the yeah, I, just, time, I saw them in 2016. Um, I think they were at they were in Salisbury, I think, yeah. um, up the beach or something. But um, they're a band that I go I go always a ways back with that I really really like as well. Yeah, and, that I think that metal metalheads really really do like them. And and in another band that's not a metal band that all metalheads love that I also know you love is Thin Lizzy. Oh yeah, Lizzy were great. I seen them years. But I seen them. Uh, I seen them when Gary Moore was playing guitar for yeah. I was a kid. I think we actually snuck into that concert because we used to sneak into the ducks up on the top of uh, the Boston Garden, me and a, and a few other Neil and The old garden, like that. yeah. That yeah we, that. You used to be able to get in. Yeah, we the catacombs and everything that they had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got in there to see Sabbath. We, when we went to see uh, Sabbath, the Heaven and Hell tour, oh, no, it was the Black and Blue tour with Blue Oyster Cult. And uh, and Sav, we got in there with that, but yeah, Thin Lizzy, I remember them, and I remember Gary Moore. That, that was the first time I ever, you know, knew about him. And then right. he went from that into almost total blues. Right. But when he was playing out there with the other cat, I forget his name, but double right, you know, and then Phil and not. Oh yeah. yeah, it was just it was killer. And I think uh, like the, they had all those backup bands that I've seen. Does Fog had I think backed them up. Mahogany Rush, Mahogany used to Rush back, yeah, up. with Frank Marino. Oh yeah, hey, look, I seen them back up Ted Nugent when Ted Nugent just come out. 
you know, with the raccoon tail on his ass and he's jumping off the, but it was like, he was another one, you know, before he got all political, when he came out, when he had Derek St. Holmes with him yep, and stuff, yep. it was like, that, that was, was a, a that's a, that was a heavy show, man. That was a heavy yeah. metal show, man. That was. Really was. Dynamite. Hot band too, you yeah. know, yeah. really good. And, uh, and Mahogany Rush, they never made it. They made it in Canada, but really that, you know, Dragonfly and, they had some good, good albums. Oh, yeah. well, Frank Marino is, I mean, uh, another guitarist who has influenced a lot of, a lot of uh, the guitarists of today. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And when I seen him, he was going on that. You know, he was like possessed by the, uh, by the ghost of Jimi Hendrix. But when this guy came out, he was playing a Gibson SG, not a Stratocaster, not a freaking Les Paul, just an old, you know, like Iommi plays at Sabbath. Right. And it, it, the things he was doing on that, it's like, wow, this who's this guy? And we didn't even know. He was yeah. just a backup man, you know? Well, that's another, so. you know, that's an interesting point because I have a thing about going to the back, always going to see the backup band, you know, because you just, you don't know what you're getting, you know, because I went to see Judas Priest and the backup band happened to be Iron Maiden. Well, I actually knew who they were and I was going to see them, but a lot of people that were there, at the Orpheum, we're like, eh, yeah, we don't care about the backup band. Oh, really? You don't care? It's too bad. You right, know? right. Look at, I seen, I went to see Black Sabbath in 1978, the Never Say Die tour. And Van Halen, right. just speaking of Eddie, backed them up. Now, they, we were all hanging down at the pond. You know what that is. Yep. I'm long here, you know, out of our minds. And I think Jamie's crying was just starting to come up the charts. And we're like, they were a California band. And we went in there and, and they opened up and it was like, the it was their show. I mean, yeah. Sabbath, they, 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 even Ozzy himself said that, that, that Ben Hanlon should have been the headlines because Sabbath, Ozzy was on his way down. Right, they were right. all they had were, drug they problems. All had the, yeah. But that night, you know, that night was just, what, what was it? It was, uh, when the hell did I see them? It was, it was, oh, nine four seventy eight, And, when they when when Van Halen come out, it was like within like the third song. It's like who is this guy? He was doing stuff with that guitar, yeah. you know, the striped guitar. There, he has a name for it. I can't think of it right now. But we were, and then it comes to eruption, and he's out there with the spotlights on him. And by the end of that show, see, they were hungry. They right. were just coming up. They That's were hungry. It. Sabbath were. 10 waiting. years they were waiting yeah. they were kind of uh, on their way out yeah but they kicked ass too i have to admit because it was yeah. a sabbath concert yeah. and there was you know i have to there was a lot of drugs a lot we were out in the parking lot we camped there for three days friday night uh it was edgar winter and the almond brothers saturday night it was andre the giant throwing midgets through the air and then sunday night it was uh it was it was van Halen and black sabbath and that was my first taste of uh, Eddie Van Halen. And I was like, you know, when they say, you know, you can like him, you know, but the thing about he did change sound of music and the way he did, like, of course, Jimi Hendrix did. And so right. but he, he definitely changed the sound of guitar with that tapping and all that stuff. But he was doing guys were doing that before him, but in a rock forum and a young kid, the way he was. And then I seen him a few years later on the fear warning tour at the God. I mean, they went from backing up right. Sabbath. The yep. selling out the garden. Yep. And they were unbelievable. That's when I saw them was fair warning. That was the first time that I saw them. Yeah. Yeah. And that was and, and that was unbelievable too with the with all the speakers in the back and all this stuff. But yeah, when I seen them with Sabbath, it was like, you know, a typical backup band. You were like, you know, 
we were like, yeah, should we go in? We're out in the back and like partying. Yeah. But we went in and we would have missed that, you know? Yeah. And that, yeah. that was that's, that's so good. I'm, you know, you can, you know, just wait, you know, but yeah, people, and, and, and to this day, I still do that. And I still believe in doing that, you know, right. Like, you know, go see the, go see who's opening because they're up and coming and you don't know who you're going to see. Right. I mean, Did sometimes you see... you're like, oh, you're disappointed, but you know, yeah. But, but it's then you can say, you say, oh, I say, oh, I saw them once, you know, they were, you know, whatever, you know, but, right. but you can say that you saw them. You know? Right. I remember seeing, uh, I went to the, you talk about a weird bill. I went to see the Rolling Stones in Foxborough and Living Color packed them up. Mm-hmm. And Living Color, like the place was, was almost empty, but we went in there and they were kicking ass. Oh, awesome. you know? They had just had that first album, you know, uh, that, that that big song that they had on there. It but it was personality. Like, it, yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah. And they were like rocking the place, you yeah, know? Yeah, they were great. I've seen them, yeah. Yeah, they were really good. And uh, who's who another big band? You know, like I said, you know, all them bands from back in the... I mean, I've seen Foghat like six times, and i never seen them as a major act. i seen right. them as just, you know... Well, there's, some, there's of, some bands that never really got, you know, never really got huge, you know? Mm. I mean... A band that you and I went to go see together right down the street here, King's X. It's another band yeah. that, that we love that that never really got their due. And, and there's another a band that 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 a lot of metalheads really love too. Yeah. You know? Um another band, another band that everybody that everybody can get behind, or most people can get behind. I shouldn't say that because I do know some people that hate them, but either you, you seem like you either hate them or love them is Pink Floyd. Yeah. I love Pink Floyd. I do too. <laughs> But, um, you know, and and I think that and maybe it, it maybe the, the, the attraction bet- with between Pink Floyd and and with with kids with like heavier music might have been that they were high, you know, right. <laughs> you're just, you know, stoned <laughs> at a, in somebody's basement or whatever, you know, right. zoning out to, you know, the wall or, you know, wish you were here or something. But um, but they're another great band. Um you know, and, and, uh, that put on a great show. Oh yeah. And, I mean, and then everybody goes, you know, everybody, Oh yeah. We're going to go see, everybody goes to see Pink Floyd. Oh, back in yeah. the day, it seemed, it seemed like back in the day, more teenagers went to concerts than now. Like I don't see when I go to shows and I go to see everybody, I don't see as many like teenagers as I, like, as I remember from when I was a teenager, when we were teenagers and we went to like every, every show. Right. You went to every show. Like you saw, I saw everybody in the eighties. Right. Like there's and a show. The, yeah, we're there. You know what it I is? I think, it, I think a lot, of, I think a lot has to do with it is like this, you know, um, you know, like American Idol and stuff like that. Cause the thing about it is like, it's, it's, it's almost manufactured right now. It's not like, like when we were going, like I seen everybody really at one time from Aerosmith to ZZ Top. I mean, Pink Floyd, I, I remember sneaking, I was a kid, and we went to see, I saw how young I was, I, I, I think it was even the animals, because Roger Waters was still with him, and I was a baby, I remember the guy, they were lifting me up and throwing me down the thing, you know, but it, I mean, not a baby, but I was a young kid, but, you know, I agree with you, because like, I go to concerts now, and it's more people our age. Right, and, and with and, their kids, sometimes they get their kids who are teenagers, but it's not like... It's not like when we were teenagers. I mean, I mean, the other thing, the other factor of that is it's really expensive to go to shows now. True, true. Right. right. I mean, right. Um, I remember losing my mind when the For Those About to Rock ticket was 1350 
<laughs> I know. I was just going to say, we used to go to, I seen Yes at the Boston Garden and it was 10 bucks. Yeah. And now you go CES and it's 300. Well, maybe not now because they're not, but these, you know, you go see these bands. I mean, Zeppelin never got back. I can just imagine what the tickets could be. And they're not, you know, they, they're old. Right. They're old guys. Right. They still can play that, that right. you know, that concert, that reunion was, you know, at first when I listened to that, I was like, yeah, but I had to listen to it. I had to come back to it almost like a couple of years later and then put it in again. And I was like, you know what? That does sound good. You know, they did they did some considering their age and and considering it was one show. I thought it was pretty damn good. You know, yeah, we were on the show together. That was that wasn't that the show that celebration day. Yeah. The one they did. Oh, that was that. Oh, that you were talking about Sabbath. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Oh, Sabbath day is really good. I like that a lot. I did, too. And and, but I I had to listen to it because. I guess I was looking for that Led Zeppelin in 1973, and that's never going to be. No. Led Zeppelin no. in 1973, I really think that was their peak. I mean, oh, abs- you know, I agree with you on that. And, yeah. And then the drugs came in, and right. Jimmy started right. getting really strung up, and they all did. Right. They were they all, all doing heroin. Everybody was. At- yeah. Foolish. But like from 69 to 73, when they used to play the Boston Tea Party in here, I mean, that was before my day, but my, my brother. Kill- and seen you know, and seen them and Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac down there, and like they were like they'd play for three hours at the at the at the tea party, and that was a small place. My friend told me a funny story that she went to see Zeppelin. Um, I think it was like maybe nineteen seventy two or something or something. Like that. Anyway, yeah. she said that they made them all sit down on the floor. Right. And she said, "I had just had a baby." <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna help me up? <laughs> but that seems kind of weird to me to like, kind of like sit down on the. I don't know. It seems kind of odd. <laughs> that is, you know, things were odd back then. You know, talking about beer and things. Look at the old Fillmore East and like, you know, Bill Graham and stuff. Like they have BB King on on a bill with like Jack Sabbath or something. You know, back in the day. But you know, that's how they introduced. But that's, but that's it. That's yeah. How they did it. You know, that's how they did it. Now, it's like I said, it's a it's a package. It's 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 four bands that sound the same. Yeah. Sometimes exactly. it's good because it's four bands that I really really like, and you know, sometimes it's four bands that you know sound the same. Now, who is that band that backed up? I went to see Sabbath when it was uh, the at the end. Rising Suns. Uh, Oh, Rival Sons. Rival Sons. They're really good. No, I knew nothing about them. And we went, we went, they got tickets an hour before the show was at Mohegan Sun. And we were literally sitting right on the right hand where Iomi was. And these guys come out. I didn't know anything by them. And they kicked ass. They were really yeah, yeah. the top player. The whole band, the singer was great vocals. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good band. Yeah. And I didn't know nothing about As a matter of fact, they played with. Arrows, is it Aerosmith? And I went with a bunch of people from Arlington that you and I mutually know. Yeah. And um, they didn't want to go in. And we were out in the parking lot and, uh, cooking out, whatever, we're down in Great Woods. And um, I said, well, I'm going in. And then one other guy came with me and went in to, to see them. And he was like, oh, all right, you know, but I, I loved them. And I was like, yeah, I want to go and I want to go and see them. I don't want to, I don't need another hot dog or another beer or whatever. And, go in <laughs> and you know, and check yeah. them out. And he did come in with me and you know, but I, I think that that and, and they're a great band and they're a young band, you know, and that's yeah. the whole thing is these old guys, nobody's going to live forever, man. And right. somebody's got to pick up the mantle, you know, exactly. 
and and, and do it. And 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 they and they're old school. They're kind of old school, you know. Yeah. Um, they have that sort of that. Um, they remind me of sort of seventies Aerosmith. I was just gonna say they have that seventies yeah. rock sound. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know, and that you need you need that to you need some you need somebody to continue. Dirty Honey is another new band that right. if you don't know who they are, you should check them out. Um, they yeah. have the same sort of thing. They have kind of that 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 seventies that that sort of vibe, you know. And yeah, and then there's you know, and then and in the metal world, we have some we have a we have a band Night Demon, which is a, a heavy metal band that is sort of old. They're a new band, but they're old school and they're old school like uh, new wave of British heavy metal, that type of stuff. And they're carrying the torch for that. And you've got yeah. to have these new bands that are going to pass it on because unfortunately. You know, um, our our heroes are 69, 70, 71, 70. You know, they're all that, that's all they all are, you know, and they're yeah. sick and they're dying. Right. Yeah. And, and cancer and Parkinson's and, you know, and then in arthritis, you know, um, another band that metalheads love that's not a metal band is Rush. Yeah. And the thing about Rush is, is that, you know, they they were they're just so amazing. Right. Right. Um, but uh, you know Neil. Well, Neil Neil Peart has obviously passed away. But even before then, um, Alex Lifeson, the guitarist, you know, he was having problems with arthritis and things like that. I mean, this is what happens when you get older. Yeah, right. You, you know, you you people don't people don't see to seem to realize that they're human beings. Right. You know, and, and you know, a lot of those bands like they were road. See, back then, what you don't what, the thing that's missing in music now. If you can go on a thing like, you know, American Idol, or you can, you know, and you've got videos and all that stuff. Back in the day, Rush, Led Zeppelin, even the Rolling Stones, you know, they had to go out on the road to right. earn their fans. Right. Led Zeppelin, you know, they were considered to be a ripoff of the Jeff Beck group because they had a few songs on that first album. But when you hear that album, I mean, Paige was a mastermind in the studio, and that's why that album still holds up today. But the thing about it is, these guys made their their bread and butter they made their name by being out on the road so when you're out there playing night after night tour after tour you start getting that arthritis even you know they're getting old you know i know i play guitar i'm playing every single night for a long period of time for two hours sometimes like a zeppelin show back in the days three hours yep. of, of just kicking ass and and 20 minute songs on the hot lights and everything else yeah. yeah no it's 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 definitely it's a job i mean it's 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 no joke and the other thing about that you you made a really good point about touring back mm. in the day you toured to support your album right because that was that that was how you sold your album right. there was no you know you were there was no Spotify. There was no Amazon Music. There was no none of this stuff. Right. So this is how you heard the album. So for a lot of people, it's like the first time you heard the whole album. Right. Right. Was you saw them and then you go out and buy. Oh, I like the whole album because maybe you heard the one single or the two singles that they had on the radio. Hmm. And then you would, you know, you would hear the whole album and you would go out and buy it. You know, that's how they sold their. That's how they sold their music. Right. It was, yeah. you know, it wasn't the other way around. Now it's like you buy the album and then it, and well, nobody, a lot of people don't buy albums anymore. And that's why everybody's touring incessantly. 
you know, with, um, you know, and it's costing a fortune to go and see them because they got to make their money somehow. They're not making it, you know, they're not making it um, by selling albums. Right. You no. Know? And so now, you know, everything's expensive. The merch is expensive, you know? Yeah. And, it's, not and, like, and, it's not like it used to be. Yeah. And like when we would go to those, I mean, you know, that's how bands like, Christ. I mean, I remember seeing Deep Purple and, and, and like, I seen them in years later at the reunion tour when they, Put out that um, yeah, oh, the, the the big comeback album. But you know, I seen them back in the day, and From they Jason were Band? like, "Is that what you're talking about?" No, um, yeah, but it was um, the one with uh, knocking at your back door and stuff like that. That oh, was oh, oh, perfect strangers, perfect strangers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah no, I, I, saw, I saw that. I saw that too. That was awesome. That was killer. Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah. that out at the Providence Civic Center, and it was fantastic it was a fantastic show but i seen them back in the day and it was just more you know about those i guess you know not to try but you know those 70s men they came out and they were raw the instrumentation at what you know you had speakers you had those old rick and becca bases right you know right. and you just and it was raw and it was in your face there wasn't and a lot was of like, bells and whistles yeah and it was like you know there was no mtv and there was no something you had to go and then like they did you know they weren't afraid to throw in like zeppelin would put in stay away to heaven and it got like when it first came out it got a lukewarm response right. but right. it started building and building and building. Then next thing you know it's the biggest song that ever was put out on the radio at one time you know so right 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 and you know um the other thing about about um when you went to see bands back in the day is um because it was really no, well, not as not as much. Uh, I don't know what you said, technology or what techno technical technologically. I can't even yeah. say that word. Um, <laughs> uh, that now you get it. You get an album and you listen to it, and then you go see the band, and it doesn't even sound like them. Right. It's been so overproduced. Exactly. You're like, um, who's this singer? You know, <laughs> this isn't the same person. <laughs> that I heard on the, you know. Yeah. And then you've got the guys that, 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 that I, I, you know, that they can't even, like, their studio bands. And we had bands like that, Steely Band, and even the Beatles near the end, they were, uh, yeah. you know, People said that about Boston, actually. They said they were kind of more of a, you know, a studio band. Yeah, and I seen them way back when they first put out that, it was either the first or Don't Look Back. No, it was Don't Look Back was the second one, yeah. Yeah, I seen them with, like, I think Pablo Cruz back them up. That was a long, that was at the Boston Garden. But you hear some of these bands now, and their albums are so slick. Like, um, I can't even think of the name, Mutes or whatever. But, you know, and then they come out, and it's like they can't do it because they're so slick and they're so overproduced. When they come out and they play live, they can't do it. it, right. it well, it that's what I'm saying. You can't, there's just, you can't replicate that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're like, what the hell is it? And the singer's so enhanced or he's got echo and he's got right he can't sing for shit right. you know so well that was i mean i will say that even from back in the day i will say that, that was kind of david lee roth right because yeah he sounded he way better never, on yeah. on the album than he did live because he never never really could sing that great live if you ask me you no know, he couldn't i agree I he was and, and, and vince neal was another one who couldn't really can't really sing live never really right. sing live even back in the day um, yeah, and there was there was a few bands like that, you know, like uh, you know, like Steven Tyler at one time, he you know, he was screaming most of the time, but he oh, had yeah. that he was Alvin Lee at 10 years after, he 
was never a singer, but he could play a guitar like a ring and a bell. But, you know, like those bands in like Savoy Brown and, and, and a lot of those bands from way back, you know, they weren't they weren't a singing band. Like they right. were, that's what they do band, 20 minutes old. Yeah. yeah, you know, like they'd sing, like, you know, the, the, the words would come out in like the first five minutes of the song and then they'd play, you right. know, like a, and even <laughs> like, Plant, you know, after 73, Plant blew his voice on. Right. When you listen to him from 69 to 73, it's a different Robert Plant. You hear Absolutely. him in 77, he couldn't even, you know, not that he couldn't sing, but, you know, he couldn't hit those high notes right. anymore, right. you know? And when you're doing that every night, you know, like, look at, here's a guy, that, Rob Halford. I mean, right. listen, listen to that guy. And that guy still got a voice, and he's been around since right. the early 70s. Right. You know? and but, you but, but, his voice, but his voice is not the same as it was. Right. It's not It's not the same. It's not, you know, if you listen to Sad Wings of Destiny, and then you listen, listen to, you know, Firepower, they're, you know, it's totally different. It's yeah. totally different. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, but it, I mean, sometimes, and he even said, I remember reading an interview with him and and in Rolling Stone or something, and he was just saying, like, you know, there's just certain songs that, like, you know, I just can't do anymore. Right. right. And, and and you know, you're out there, and especially like that's what they said about Alvin Lee and and guys like even Jimmy Page to an extent, you know, because he was so fast and doing this stuff, and they're like, you know, where are you gonna be now when you can't play like that? And you listen to Pay, he can't play like that no, no. more. But the guy's seventy something years old, right? You know, Jimmy Page in nineteen sixty nine. You can't reproduce that because you know, when we're young, everything is different. You know, right? right. You're gonna live forever, right. and you're not thinking about being sixty or seventy. You're not thinking that far ahead. Yeah, even Ozzy, Ozzy never. You know, I mean, I liked the thing I liked about Sabbath. The Sabbath like spoke to guys. Like us, you know, when it when it was even back then, and everybody, it was either this AM radio stuff, or it was incense and peppermints from the sixties, or it was like flower power and all this stuff. Black Sabbath came out; they had a heavy sound. Right. They talked about drugs. They talked about, you know, they they were like kind of that. It was like a street street band, right? You know, like right. they weren't slicked up. They weren't, right. you know, like they were under Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin was the giant. Right. But Sabbath, you know, in their day and Ozzy, you know, his voice, but it always was like that helium ass voice. And some of it, you know, he but, was well, screaming. Yeah. But on yeah. album, I mean, just listen to Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Yeah. That album still a sabotage. All them early albums, they were killer. They were. You know? killer. They are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and then I, and then I mean, and when and when Ronnie James Dio joined the band, they became a totally different band. Yeah, and they were still they were a good. totally different band. Yeah, they were. They, they was, but you know what? It's like I said, I seen them, and and you know, now Ronnie James Dio comes out, you know, you know, for better or for worse, but Ozzy was an icon. Oh yeah, and, and, and in Boston, Black Sabbath was huge. You know, a lot of right. those bands that came to Boston, they kept coming back. They kept coming back for a reason because they were gigantic. But, right. you know, now Ronnie James Dio comes out and but you know what? That was another show in the beginning. People were born. And then, you know, what? by the end of the show, when they were doing that album, you know, Lonely is the Word and and all that stuff. It was like, wow, the dude really. Got, and, and they knew of him with Rainbow, but he took right. like an icon's place. Right. And right. And people didn't really like that. And people took issue to that, which, listen, Heaven and Hell is one of my favorite was my favorite, one of some of my favorite albums of all time, let alone one of my favorite Sabbath albums of all time, you know. I agree with you. That's and, that's a great it really is. That's a great album, you know. And it's like uh 
And, you know, it's, it, and, and he, you know, I mean, from Elf, when he played with Elf, right, right. and then he played with Rainbow, you know, I mean, those first Rainbow albums when they were like into oh. that medieval thing. You get the Rainbow Rising, man. What an album that is. Oh. Great, great album. I got, I got it right here. And, and and long live rock and roll. But when they were doing that, they kind of had like that medieval sound. Right. And then when Ronnie left, then they started getting poppy, you know, like poppy right. and stuff right. like that. But even Ronnie said that in an interview, he's like, you know, when I left, like all of a sudden, the, the thing that we set out to do was play like that medieval, you know, man in the Mystical, silver mountain Mystical, rock. All that kind yeah. of. And it went away. And then it was, you know, since you've been he, gone. He took the and Black Sabbath and he did, he did well with, Taking that to black because that's kind of what happened is what's interesting is if you listen to like the heaven and hell album mm. it almost seems like a continuation of the rainbow stuff right you know right. What I mean? yeah oh yeah he brought a huge amount to that group because you know what at the time bill ward really to, to bill ward played on that album but he he was done too yeah. He couldn't go on. So, like, they were really fragmented. And they come out with a dynamite album. Oh. in a great tour. They couldn't do it on their, you know, they had to bring Blue Oyster Cult and do the Blue Oyster, the yep. black and blue thing. But I'll tell you, yeah, Ronnie brought a lot. He said that, you know. And 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 finally, I only said, you know, when he came on, he had a whole, he wanted to pick up. You're right. You're absolutely right. He wanted to pick up. And, that, and if you hear those songs, Neon Nights. Children of the Sea, oh, it's got that vibe sea, to it favorite. again. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's got that vibe that Rainbow originally came on. Listen to that 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 first live one with Man and Mistreated, Man in oh, the Silver Mountain. You know. Killer. With the rainbow on the back there on stage. I think it's called On Stage. Great album. Yes. Till this yep. day, I love that album. That is a really good album. That's a really good album. Um, yeah, I mean... You, you know, I have to tell you a, kind of a funny story. When we went to see Sabbath, um, remember you, you we, so so we weren't sitting together, but we went to, we were at the same show and we hung yeah. out before the show and I had gone with um, my brother-in-law, Paul. Yeah. And, um, and the thing was, is that when, <laughs> little background for, for every, everybody listening, um, my boyfriend, Jeff passed away in 2009. He was a very close friend of Timmy's and, um, we had already had tickets for the show when he passed away and I wasn't sure what I was going to do with the tickets. And, um, it was at great woods, which is, I don't know, like an hour away from the house. What an hour yeah. from the house? About that. Yeah. Um, Mansfield. and I, um, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And my wonderful brother-in-law who's, you know, not really a huge music guy or, you know, he's not like us, but he was mm. like, yeah, I'll take you. It'll be fun. So he was telling everybody he was going to see Ozzy. I'm going to see Ozzy. I said, I kept saying to him, you know, this isn't an Ozzy show. You're probably not going to hear Crazy Train. <laughs> right. And he just, but he didn't understand, you know, for him, it was just like Ozzy. He could only just the front guy. That's all he understood. You know, he didn't right. really understand the concept that it wasn't an Ozzy show. Mm. So we go to the show. Party with you guys. We go in. So we're at the show. And if you remember, it was super, super hot that day. Yeah. Wicked. It was really, really hot that day. And Tony Iommi was wearing that long leather jacket. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So I forgot what song it was, but it was fairly early in the show, but not too early in the show. But Paul turns to me and he says to me, 
I cannot believe that that guitarist is wearing that long leather coat in this heat and under those lights. And I looked at him and I was like, that guitarist? Like, do you know who he, who that is? <laughs> like, that guitar, like I was, I was blown. I was like, I, I, this is probably why I can't remember what song it was. Cause I was just like, my cat's, my cat's looking for some attention folks. That's what she's <laughs> here in the background. Um, I was just like, what? Yeah. I didn't, I couldn't believe it. But then, you know, I started to think about it and I'm looking around the room. Well, outside, it's not a room, it's an amphitheater. But I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how many people here have no idea what they're doing here. Like they have no, they think they're at an Aussie show. They they have no idea that that's Tony Iommi or who, who Tony Iommi is or what he's done for music or for this particular genre that you love. Right. That's, that's probably, that was probably my epiphany um, of what I realized that I, what a, what a music metal geek I was. <laughs> yes. And you know, it, it's almost, you know, ironic because I went with Patty at right? the time and Patty knew about Black Sabbath as much as I know about uh, Engelbert Humperdinck, you know, she was just <laughs> going by me and I played her that album reunion, the live album, like literally before we went in the house we were blasting it at my apartment and she's like wow yeah this is pretty heavy so she didn't know what the hell she was going into and right. then if you remember we were on the left hand side yep that place was going shit house i mean they were going crazy and she's just like i think she was like really scared because okay. i had a little buzz on myself that night but it was like you know but she didn't know yeah. she knew ozzy Right. And she knew, you know, what I told her. But that's so weird because y'all with Paul and I'm with Daddy. Yeah. I was originally supposed to take my son and something came up that he couldn't make it. So I was like, what am I going to do with this ticket? You were already going. Yeah. So she was like, I'll just go. By the end of it, like the worm was definitely planted. I mean, I don't think she ever went to a show. She was absolutely shocked. <laughs> but I loved it. I thought it was you know, crazy. So. At the end of the show, we're all leaving. We're getting to the car. I could hear people lamenting about the fact that they did not hear Crazy Train. Like, they still yeah. didn't get it. It was like... I know. You st- this was not an Aussie show. Right, <laughs> and, right. And they, they didn't get it. And, 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 and you know, listen, I, Paul is Paul's a, one of the most wonderful people. You know, he's one of the mm. most wonderful people. And for him to do that... You know, it wasn't really how he wanted to spend his evening. And he was kind enough to drive there and to to to, to go there and, and be with me. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll never forget that. And I'll always appreciate it. But it was just, it's not really more, it's more about me than about him. Because I think there was probably more people in that room that were like him. Or that yeah. outside, I keep saying room, but it wasn't really a room. Than right. there were like us. Right. That are kind of geeky. Right. Like, Music. And now a total opposite. When I went to see that, the last one I'm wearing right here, it's friggin' insane shirt, which I oh, love. Yeah. But I went to see that. And that, when I went to see that concert, it was like going to the Garden of Old. When we went in that place, from the very beginning to the end, everybody was on their feet. Frisbees were flying through the air. It was, and everybody knew who this band was. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there was nobody saying Mr. Crowley. Is, they, it was Black Sabbath. And it, I'll tell you, that was a fantastic show that night because it was just like they went out with a... I thought, right. That night they went out 
and even like the whole vibe. Like I remember going to those old concerts and like the frisbees and the whole thing. And you don't see, you just don't see it no more. Right. It's almost weird how like that stuff just disappeared. But that night, it was just like it really was like wow. I, yeah. I mean, it was like yeah. Black That's Sabbath. That was at that show too, and it was excellent. Yeah, it was excellent. I mean, people that were they were young guys. And these guys were up on their feet just going crazy. And you could tell that they probably didn't know, but just the rock and And plus, a lot of people went to that show, a lot of young people. That was the first time, because I know some young people that went to that show. It was the first time they saw Black Sabbath. That was, that's all they, you know what I mean? They never never saw, had never seen Black Sabbath, you know? That was a good way to go out. You know, whatever happens, I know Ozzy's kind of messed up right now. But if they had to go out like that, they went out good. Yeah, I mean, I wish that, I mean, um, I wish Bill Ward had been there, but. Oh, so don't I, you know. I'll tell you, I didn't know, I knew of the drummer. I did know of him. But I, uh, if you listen to that solo last that you know, night, he yeah. was kicking the shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's, he's good. He's good. He's not. He's, but I would have loved Bill. Good, you know, and know, that was another, you know, it got so petty. It's like, you know. I mean, and I, and I don't even blame Wood because he is a member of Black Sabbath. Absolutely. He's he's the, and you know, they kind of treated him like, you know, we're going to put you on a salary or some kind of right, shit. Right. You don't do that. I mean, no, that guy was no. a huge part yeah, you know, of Black Sabbath. I mean, really, there's not enough money to be had. You can't just split it four ways and call it a day. Exactly. And I it mean, was like, you're coming back. Do it for the fans. That's we it. We want to see that's the... It. Because we haven't seen the original Black Sabbath in a while. They did it on that reunion tour. But it's like, bring them back. Who gives a shit? Just bring them back and like right. rock out. Right. If you're going to end it and that might have been the end, then you know what? You've got to have Bill Ward. He's still alive. He's still functional. Right. That's it. I mean, he's it's still a like, kick-ass it's not, like a- it's not like he passed away. I mean, I right. just, I don't, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't care for that. I didn't care for that either. I mean, no, it, that- the music business is a business. You yeah. know, and unfortunately, that's how it goes with, you know, a lot of people, sadly, you know, and for, for some reason, fans, you know, we only were thinking about, you know, the music and they're thinking about the business part. Right. And for some reason, I, I don't know if it's true. It's just my own thing. I think Sharon had something. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure she, you know? she's I'm all sure she had a hand money. in it. <laughs> yeah. She's all usually, about the money. Usually if shit's going wrong, she's got to hand in it. Yeah. God love her. You know, I know well, she you know, listen, She, um, I mean, there'd be no Aussie. With yeah, she Adder dragged Ozzy out of the cell. Pulled him out of the out of the gutter and and cleaned him up and you know, you know. No, I seen that. That's why I seen the blizzard of Oz down at the uh, with Randy Rose. I I well I I saw it in Florida, but I saw that I, I saw Randy too. That was and then I was supposed to see them see them again uh, with Randy in Orlando, but that was the show where he was killed. He got killed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, that was another guy. I mean, that and then I didn't go to that show. Now I was that was another guy that I was I really that death hit me hard and I was really, oh, yeah. really sad. And I remember we had tickets for that show and it was the um the Tangerine Bowl in 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 Orlando and um, a big outdoor show and it was like uh, Pat Travers and Brian yeah. Adams and I don't remember who else was there whatever but um they ended up doing the show anyway and I we didn't go. Right. Rid of our tickets, we didn't. Really and anytime a guy gets killed, like you know, you know, not to say anything, but like you know, I mean, a lot of the guys, like, you know, I had more dead people on my wall as a kid. You know, Jim Morrison, Jimmy, right. 
you know, and, you know, at the end, Jim was bloated. He was he was half out of his mind. This guy was just kind of, and, and he actually he was at the Diary of the Mad because they did Boliva and um, and uh, oh, Jesus, they did another another big song from that from that album. I know Boliva was one of them. But I mean, this guy, but he was even going to end that and he was going to go a whole different direction. Right. Well, he had, you know, his was like classical, right? Yeah, was classical. classical music, right? Right. Exactly. And, you know, but I mean, that night, like Eddie Van Halen, the night of Sabbath, it was like, you know, you, I just watched this guy playing one of those flying V guitars and it was just like, wow, look yeah. at this kid. And, you know, and, and he didn't even get a chance to flourish i mean he did i mean just those two he, albums yeah, but he just killer. just just too yeah too i mean he did he did some work with quiet riot but you're right i mean he really didn't and he was so young and it's that's it's just a sin it's a sin yeah. i mean it's a sin when anybody dies uh, it doesn't it doesn't make it okay that you know i mean eddie van halen was 65 i mean that's too young i mean you and right. i are not 65 but we're not that far off right <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> um you know, so, you know, I don't, you know, 65 is too young, but, you know, um, yeah, just. Yeah, and Eddie Van Halen, when he was a, you know, when he was a kid, you know, if you've seen that last tour with, uh, with David Lee Roth, I mean, it was terrible. Did you go to that, did you go, that was, was that 2012? I, that was at Harbor Lights. I didn't go to that show. No, I didn't either, but I seen him on like Jimmy Kimball with a bandage on his nose and he could, he was. He never could sing. I agree with you, but he was talking the words. Yeah. I mean, even Van Halen looked over at him, and he was like, "I was like, you know, I think, it, I think he was embarrassed." Yeah. And you know, I always wanted to see them come back with Roth because I got to like him a little bit with say, uh, Sammy Hager as it went on, and then that other kid from Extreme. But I, I grew up with the Van Halen with right. David Lee Roth. Right. But when I seen them on Gimbo, I was like, this guy. Yeah. He just can't, he can't sing. Well, I, like uh, he he did his show um, just recently up in New Hampshire when he opened for Kiss. Yeah. Um, I didn't go to that show either. I had a chance to go and I was like, eh, I'm kind of all set. But so I didn't go to that show either. But because um, I saw some of the stuff on YouTube and stuff, some of the Vegas things. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just. He couldn't even sing it. He couldn't even sing it. He did a couple of songs from uh, from Fair Warning. So this is love. And he just couldn't do it no more. Yeah. You know, and it's and the thing about Roth in the day, like when I seen him, like he was a spectacle. He was right. well, that was dude, it. That was that was pants. it. I, I was saying that was I was saying to Ralph um last episode, you know. I mean, when you went when you went went to see him, he was jumping around and he was it was, you know, it wasn't it wasn't so much the vocals as it was. The whole show, the whole yeah, the sex of appeal, it all, you know what I mean? The, the hairy chest. He was a good looking guy. He had the hair. He could yeah. do those jumps. Now he just looks like, and granted, we all get old, but he just, it's like, I, I would have paid to go see Van Halen again, but I wouldn't have paid the money that they wanted. It yeah. just wasn't there. Yeah. No, you know, that's, that's how wasn't. I felt too. I, I was like, eh. And even the cheap seats were expensive. Yeah. Like the table's. At the Hubble Lakes, they have the tables. Yeah, I was like, um, I, I'm going to have to pass on this. Yeah, and but I know somebody that Now, in retrospect, it. you kind of go, man, I kind of wish I did see Eddie Van Halen that one last time, you know, but yeah, I... I um. I but we've seen Van Halen in his prime. Right, you know, that's right. I mean, thing. that's the other thing is, I think 
Um, cause it, the, the flip side of this whole thing is some people stay too long at the party. Exactly. Right. Some people need to end it gracefully and just, and, and Rush did that. Well, Rush has always been a class act anyway, you know? Right. Um, and even, you know, before, you know, Neil was sick or maybe they knew he was sick then. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Did you go to the, um, did you go to the show with the garden? I didn't. The only time I seen Rush, I seen them way back in their career and they were fantastic. I seen them at the Providence Civic Center and they were like, they were like not new. They had had a couple albums out, but they were like for a three guy band. I mean, it was it was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, that, are, that, they, are they coming? Back? I mean, are they going to try to no. get them on the drum? It's all. No. Right? It yeah. was over before even Neil passed. They were all set. They were like, no, nah, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Alex, like I said, had has had some arthritis issues and Neil, um, he'd moved to California and, um, you know, and he was married and he had a daughter and he wanted to, you know, he just kind of wanted to see his kid grow up and kind of, you know, do his thing. And, right. you know, he wrote books and stuff, you know, and um, he, you know, yeah, he was over it. He was, he just wanted to, and that, that's really sad. Here's a guy who, you know, so much tragedy in his life and he was so talented, you know, yeah. And um, and that's that's that 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 was another death that hit me really hard. I was yeah. really, really, really upset about that because it came out of left field. I, you know, I mean, I knew that I had heard vague things that he was sick, but I didn't know to that extent when he uh, died. I was like, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, he much like Eddie. Van, well, same thing with Eddie Van Halen. Right. I mean, there were mm-hmm. rumors, but it was never confirmed or denied, so to speak. You know, he just didn't. I mean, I think that Neil was very much like. And, and, and Eddie were very much alike in the sense that they just kind of wanted their dignity and kind of just wanted to, you know, yeah. die in peace and be with their family and not, not make it into a spectacle or anything like that. Just make it, exactly. you know, just quietly. And you can't replace it. It's like, you know, when, to me, for me, like with Led Zeppelin, you cannot, when they tried a couple of times, Led Zeppelin. Right. They could never replace John Bonham. When you listen to Led Zeppelin records, he was the mo- he was a thunderstorm behind that. When they lost John Bonham, granted they were a great band, but when they lost John Bonham, they were a regular rock band. That guy was an animal. He was a beast right. behind that. Right. And the same would hurt. You you take a guy with that much talent right. that can play drums like that, and you can get somebody else, but there's one Neil Peart. There was one John Bonham. Led Zeppelin exactly. never the same, exactly. in my opinion. And they, and they knew that. And Zeppelin knew the same, knew it, you know, and they they yeah. had done that. They put out that statement saying that they was not going to go on without him, you know. And, and, and that know, was good. And I mean, yeah, I mean, Jason's good. He's he's obviously, you know, extremely talented. You he's know? real good, yeah. He he is. He is. And he's done a lot of stuff on his, you know, done some stuff on his own. Um, You know, he does a lot of, he's done, Cal, he did the California Breed with, um with Joe Bonamassa and, yeah. and uh, Glenn Hughes. And he's done a few things and he had his own band Bonham back in the day. And the Led Zeppelin experience. They probably yeah. I mean, now it seems like he just kind of does the Led Zeppelin thing. He kind of doesn't yeah. seem to do a lot of, a lot of stuff, you know, but I think Black, when, Black Country Communion, which is a really good band. That was a great band. Yeah. You know, Glenn Hughes and him and Joe Bonamassa. Yeah. That was yeah. A great and, uh, Derek and, and Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Really I got that live DVD. That I is do too. A killer. That's yeah. a killer friggin'. 
they yeah. were, and, and you know, I don't, I think that they had gone, you know, the wayside, but well, yeah, I mean, Joe Bonam- Bonamassa's got his own thing going on, yeah. so he's not really in any great hurry to, you know, to 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 jump on, you know, to do that. And now, um, Billy Sheehan's with Sons of Apollo, so everybody's yeah. kind of got their own sort of thing going on, but it's too bad because they were they were a ripping band, they were really, really, yeah, good. they were great. And I'll tell you, even you know, I think Paige. They got the best drama. Like they had Phil Collins at Live Aid, but the best, and you know, they could have had Cozy Powell and some. Right. But when they got when they got Bonham's kid, I think that was the fit because well, yeah. that kid he right. can he's got that he channeled deep sound. He's channeled his father. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't have a guy that's like a snare or like a like a pearl drum set. You know that that guy needed a Ludwig. Boom, boom, you know, like with right. the big sticks like Bonham used to play. I mean, just listen to when the levee breaks. They got him in a bathroom, <laughs> you know, when they recorded <laughs> that. I mean, he sounds like a thunderstorm or Achilles' last stand. It, really, I've never heard a drum. I've heard great drummers, Cozy Powell. I mean, oh, yeah, so many, yeah. but I've never seen, you know, that guy, Ginger Baker, but that guy, Bonham. I mean, it's like, those albums, and when you take him out of the mix, and they're just a regular, you know, Page is a, a great guitarist, but they needed that drummer. And right. Page knew it. When he heard Bonham, he was like, I need you. Right. You were you were the other man, you know? So yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's 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 um it's that's the thing about a really great rock band is that it's 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 each person brings something in, and if if one person leaves, the puzzle is not complete. Right. You know, a lot of a lot of nowadays it's like they're swapping people out left and right. But it's not yeah. really a, a band. Right. It's just, just swapping people out. You know, you don't know who's you know, you go to you go to see somebody and you just you have no idea who you, who's who's playing guitar tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Who's on this album or you know, because it just it just ends up being um one guy uh basically uh, um I mean this is sort of what happened with Wasp is Blackie Lawless. Um yeah. You know, recently it's just been like he's basically it's basically just Wasp is just one guy now. And then he just has, you know, people play with him. It's not really like it used to be an actual band. Right. You know, um, and that's a, with a lot of bands, you know, like I've, I've gone to see bands and it's just like sometimes, like you said, there's like one guy. And, you know, you, you hear that old music, even skinny. Like, you know, like Skinhead plays, I think that they finally retired, but they've been playing. And the only one that's left is Gary Rosler. Right, right. Everybody's dead. Right. Billy Powell was the last one to go. No, actually, Leon Wilkerson, the bass player, I think he was right after Powell. There is nobody except Gary Rosenton. But they go because, you know, they play that right. old. And, you know, and, 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 and that's fine. I mean, it's sort of, it's. It, it's fine. It's, it's kind of like if you're going to go see a cover band or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. The difference is the price, obviously. Right. <laughs> exactly. And they get good musicians. They got, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm certainly not. I'm not saying that that they don't, you know, and then they get people that that have something to offer in their own right. I don't, right. I don't mean I don't mean it like that. But but yeah, no, I know not, what you're saying. but it's it's just it's different, you know, and, and yeah. uh, you know, um, and a lot of people, well, a lot of bands are like like that now i mean a lot of people say that about judas priest is you know they're kind of like who's really left in the band from back in the day you know is tipton um, gone is he, no, is no, he... glenn tipton is um so um 
So he's got, um, so KK left. Okay. Right. Glenn's got Parkin Parkinson's as well. And so he's kind of like there, not there. Yeah. Like he, he's jumped in on, on some shows in the past. Um, you know, he's, he's still in the band technically. Right. He's not, he doesn't, he didn't like the last time that I saw them, um, in New York was that 2018? I don't even know, 2019, 2018? Um, right. Anyway, uh, was it 2019? Anyway, in, in, down in, in Long Island, um, Glenn didn't come out, but then like there was another show that he did show up and come out and play. Right. You know? But they got, and I mean, they got a great kid and uh, they got Richie Faulkner who is amazing, an amazing, amazing guitarist. And he's doing an excellent job. And and um, right. he's, he's, he has certainly breathed new life into the band. They were, they were going to retire. They were going to call it quits. And he was like, wait a minute, I just got here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and he's been great, you know. And that's when, when that's there, and, you know, he's, 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 he's good. And so it's, it's, but, but for a lot of people, they're just like, well, KK is gone. It's not the same. Yeah. And it's, you know, Glenn's gone. It's not the same band. It's not, it's not, it's like a watered down version of Judas Priest. And then, so then it becomes a, you know, do you want to go see, Two people that are you know two of the guys in the band do the right. songs and you know and again it goes back to a lot of it goes back to the money a lot of it you know like you know who really wants to pay 150 dollars if the, the there's only one guy in the band from right yeah exactly. because if that's the case then you might as well just go see a really good cover band or a tribute band that's you know you know for 40 bucks right yeah, yeah. i mean no just you know not to go on a, on a cover band but did you ever see that that band get the lead out? Um, the lead's up? Um, I saw. Um, what's the other one? It's not Cashmere. No. Um, um, I can't think of the name of it now. I didn't see Get the Lead Out. I saw. There's another one. There was another one that I saw, and they weren't bad. Um, yeah. Get the lead out. You got to go see them when they. Because believe me, I was like, it's a cover band. I seen Cashmere at the Regent. I went to see at the Hampton Beach Casino. Go see them up there. They they got like that. eight people on stage. They don't look like them. They don't cry. Actually, the guy looks uh, the guitarist looks like uh, Vince, not not Vince Neil, the, the the kid that plays guitar for uh, Motley Crue. But they bring the whole. I mean, they are unbelievable. I, I when I left there, I was like, that is the best cover band of Led Zeppelin, and I've seen. Physical graffiti. That's I've the seen. one. That's the one yeah. I saw. Physical graffiti. I seen them I years think ago. Of the name of them. Yeah, them. I seen Cashmere. I seen Zoso. Uh, but these guys, they they do stuff that Led Zeppelin never even did. I mean, they do. Uh, oh, they they, are, they love the Hampton Beach Casino. It's an absolute riot. I mean, poor Carol. That was like the, <laughs> took her up there to see it, and you know she's just not that. You know she loved it, but it was like. It was crazy. People going, but they, you know, for a cover band. Yeah. And, 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 that's, and there you go. That's a fun night out. You get to hear some songs that you love done mm. really well. The price is right. You know, right. Have to be, the closest have to thing you're going to get. Show. Right. You know, They're the closest thing that you're going to get, you know. So. Right. Right. Well, well, that's it. I mean, my whole thing about 
tribute bands is um I, I was always kind of a snob about it i was kind of like just well wait till till the band is not touring you know what i mean right, tribute right. bands are bands that were still around you know and it's right. like what are you doing i mean that i get right. you know i mean i've seen um i saw um brit floyd yeah i see that um, too yeah an australian pink floyd mm. and they australian pink floyd does this i mean you wouldn't you would not know that you weren't at a pink floyd show you're like I mean, they have the whole the, the whole stage show and the whole uh, tech, you know, the whole techniques and it's just it's nuts. Yeah. It's yeah, I seen that. And I, I'll tell you, I see me and Carol went to see Brit Floyd because she loves Pink Floyd. And I'll tell you, they did a version of Comfortably Numb at the end. You know, with that song, I always like want that, that guitar solo was so dynamite. It really is. It's, it's iconic from david gilmore and you always just want it to go on and it just always like just kind of stuff this guy just kept going and going and he was just hitting those high i was like you've seen it at the Orpheum. i was like it was no, better I, what was I, I have to say almost well it wasn't better but it was like he just was so he just kept it going and the yeah. place the whole place was on its feet and that's another you know i mean all those guys, you know, you're not going to see them no more, you know. So, but I understand. I, I know what you're saying because when bands are still out there, and then you got tribute bands, you know, making money off them. It's like, come on, yeah, you know. It's weird. It's weird. I remember, um, <laughs> not a metal band, but I, I saw, um, Pearl Jam like in the '90s. Yeah. In, uh, in uh, Hartford at the the what is it called the Meadows or whatever it is. The, is there an amphitheater? I forgot what it's yeah. called. Anyway. There, there, they had a um, tribute band open for them. Oh, shit, yeah. It was really bizarre. But I mean, <laughs> they were good. But I mean, it was kind of funny. Um, yeah. You know, I, everybody kind of got the joke. But it was, but um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Now, now, it, now it would, it would probably work better because it's so expensive to see, see shows you know that a lot of people would just go yeah i'd rather just go hear the song you know people who are not like people who don't know who they're seeing anyway right right people people are not like us people not like us right people are going to go and they want to hear the hear the songs that they want to hear or whatever and i say to them just you know go see go see a tribute show because you know it's it's a lot less it's a lot less money or whatever but if you're a geek like us then you know go see the Go see the real deal and and yeah. you know and know who's um, I, yeah. and I miss live shows i'll be honest oh. you know, with this covid shit you know even like the ones that i was seeing you know y'all the one i was telling carol tonight I, I said melissa's the one that was the one that suggested i go up and do the region i yep. remember that because you yep. were like like timmy this is your thing why don't yep. you go up there? And I was like, you think so? And Gina, well, I said to them, I, like, I know a guy. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> and, and you know what? I seen, I seen Richie Blackmore up there. It was yep. Black was night, but I'll tell Black you, Black was night. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole different thing from what Deep Purple. But they were fantastic. I love that. That's that my show? opinion. I thought that they were fantastic, and I I've seen, them. you know, since then I've seen a whole bunch of good. Oh games yeah, Kings X there. Yeah, a few times, and yeah. Yeah, and it's you know it's a great little venue. And they it's have like, some nice, they have some good tribute shows there. Yeah, yeah, I seen like uh, I seen uh, the PG is there, the Almond Brothers one, mm-hmm. they were good. And uh, who was who, I and seen the Doors one, one. The, who was the Doors? I forgot the didn't. Was oh yeah, uh, through the yeah. was it through the Doors or 
a crystal ship or something like that. But yeah, they played there. And who one was a really good one? Uh, well, that that cashmere one was a good one too. You know, I don't know and why I didn't go to that. Yeah, that guy looks. I mean, the kid he's got the long flowing. Hair, but they were really good, and they were just four four piece. Mm-hmm. They did like a Led Zeppelin, you know, like show of seventy seven or seventy five. Because a lot of them, you listen, to, they were doing a lot of the same. They'd throw a different song in here. Yep. But you know, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and you know, and they're a bunch of good guys. They're all hippies. You know, they don't give a shit. They're just having fun. You know, but. <laughs> And, and that's another place that's struggling so bad now. You know, they, you know every, that, that just breaks my heart. Places like the the Regent Theater in Arlington, uh, Once Ballroom in Somerville, and place that I frequent quite a bit because they do a lot of metal, a lot of yeah. extreme shows and stuff like that. And the Sinclair and Cambridge, and yeah, and 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 everybody that's listening to this knows of their own local. Wherever they're from, they they know their local places that are um, that are struggling as well. You know, try to help yeah. them if you can. A lot of me, a lot of music venues, even like around us, even like Johnny D's back in the day, go in there and watch a show. You know, you got the Middle East and stuff like that, but there's so much. Well, the Middle East is, is going bye bye. They they could make them into condos. Oh really? It's, I I remember hearing about it. Yeah, yeah and that's a shame because you know sales. Boston was such. I mean, back from the tea party days, Boston really was and still is. It's it's a huge music town. People love coming in. Those big bands love yeah. coming into Boston oh, yeah. because you know we'd go crazy and we'd make, even like Ozzy. You know, at that at that Cape Cod Coliseum at the end of the show, he was like he was. He I remember reading the review. It was the loudest concert of 1978. I remember we got tickets at Four Seasons up in Arlington Center. That used to be across from the day. We had to wait the whole summer till September. We went to see that, but even he said, he goes, we weren't expecting. Everybody was out of their minds that, that were going out. But he was even nervous because the, the place, it was general admission. You could right. sit anywhere well, you back wanted. Then, back then, it was everywhere was general admission. It was crazy. I mean, we walked in and we were sitting like literally right up the front. And, uh, but yeah, you know, it was just like, you know, just those were the days you just don't see that. And now they're taking away all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, you know, I mean, it's like. It's yeah, now they're, you know, people, places are having trouble just trying to, you know, trying to find ways to um, stream by, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, some are doing like virtual shows, yeah. you know, things like that. That's what the region's doing. They're streaming everything uh, and they're showing. But I went up there and talked to Wayne and and like, you know, they're like, they don't know what's going to happen. And that place has been around. And that place has been around for a hundred years. Yeah. A hundred years. It was a vaudeville place yep. back in the day, you know, and I didn't even know that. And I lived in Arlington for friggin' years. I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. You know, the thing about 19, that place 1916, is, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about that place is I remember going in there and seeing like the creature double feature shows. Yeah. And, up in the back. It was a movie theater. Yeah. When for us, yeah. I back there thirty years later, and it's the exact same. It didn't change. It's the same friggin' place, you know. And I loved that, you know. I was like, everything's, you know, changed, whether it's for the better or, or worse. But that place stayed true, and it's like, I hope to God it doesn't go under. I really, I, I don't think it's gonna. But they're, they're, they're struggling because. Nobody wants to come out. They can't even do it. But even when it comes out, 
I don't know. You know, people yeah. are really spooked about yeah. this. Did they, did they do um, a GoFundMe? I think they did. I think because they did. Um, once did, and I gave to them, and I would definitely, um, I definitely throw those guys some money. Uh, yeah. I talked to Leland because he lives right down the street, and I was walking down doing my walk in the morning. And he was like, hey, Jimmy, and we were talking out, and he's up on the top of his, he lives in the second floor, and he's like, yeah, we're getting back together, we're going to do it, you're going to come back, I'm like, sure, and then, you know, I think he just got his hopes up, but they won't let the entertainment, you know, they'll let churches or meetings or, or whatever right, get back, right. but they won't. They right. won't them well, work. then the thing is, is that even if they did, they'd have to, they'd have to space it out, that it would be like half yeah. capacity. Right. Right. You know, and but it had to do it with that place because it only holds what, like 400 people. Yeah. Right. Half it and it's so, yeah. so compact. I mean, even, I mean, to get to your seat, you'd have to climb over someone. You know what I mean? You'd, yeah. you'd be, you'd be, yeah, in, you wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know how you would. No. And, it, and, it, and it's tough, you know, but, you know, I mean, you know, I miss the shows and hopefully we'll be getting back to that. And, you know, uh, you know, it's just been a tough year. You know, hearing about Eddie, though, I know we were talking about that beforehand, but hearing, you know, it's just like these guys that you grew up with and seeing these guys when they were young. Right. In 78, I mean, I was, I don't know, 16. I mean, I'm going to see Black Sabbath. I'm coming out of uh, junior high. Most kids are out there playing softball and are playing Little League, and I'm at Black Sabbath, you know, smoking angel dust or whatever the hell it is. It's <laughs> And it's like, Jesus Christ, but you know, that was some, you know, that was some heavy duty stuff. And now you see the guy, he's gone. It's like, Jesus oh. Christ, you know? I know, I know. It's just, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very, it's very sad. And, and that's, and it's just going to keep happening. I mean, because everybody's getting old and yeah. that's why it's so imperative that if shows come back and when they come back, that everybody goes out and see, see, see them now before you they're gone before they're gone they're gone you don't I mean look at Aerosmith I can't believe you know I can't believe Stephen Tyler and Joe Perry you know I mean there's two guys that I mean that band is still from 73 they're all still alive right and you know I mean I know guys that knew Stephen Tyler when he was when he used to play down you know go down the music complex there in Fresh Pond way back in the day and I mean that dude was like bugging out the windows and stuff but you know there's still they're still kicking. Joe Perry, my sister met him. He said he's one of the nicest guys. Quiet guy. They rented out a place that she worked at. Just a real nice guy. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no frills, no thrill. And I mean, and that dude, I remember used to, he used to live in Tunnel. They used to record. He'd come down Porter Street in that old midnight blue vet that he totaled. He'd be out of his mind. <laughs> He'd be yeah. out his way the door, you know? <laughs> And uh, God love those guys. So, you know, yeah, this, they're still, still kicking. So, you know, next next uh, September, Fenway. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there, me and Carol. And, and yeah, you know, what the hell? I, was, I seen him with Giles a few years back at Fenway. Yep, I was there too. Oh, were you that one? Yeah, that was good. You know, Giles were good too. They just don't, you know, they just don't have no albums out, but they still kick ass, you know. Yeah. I love those old shows. Yeah, but, definitely good. Yeah. All right. Well, I should probably wrap this up, and because you and I could just talk all night I long. Know. I know. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I really, really appreciate it. 
And um, do you want to let people know where they can get in touch with you if they want to be on your Facebook or follow you on the Facebook page that you have? Yeah, sure. It's, uh, it's called Can't You Hear the Music? My name's Timothy O'Mara. You can uh, just go to it on Facebook. It, it's one of the bigger ones. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people on it. And well, how, many, uh, how many people do you have on that now? You know, it's, I, I, it says over a thousand, but I think, you know, people count, you know, everybody comes and goes, they go to other ones, they find things, but I have a core, I've been doing it now for about five years mm -hmm. and I got to, and there's always new people coming in. Like I said, I got a lot of musicians now. There's a lot of this metal play and I really kind of, I up the game. I play everything, I, you know, because there's so many people with different styles, this blues, this rock, playing King, King Diamond this morning, you know, stuff like that. I don't really care. I love all kinds of music. You know, the only thing I never really got into was rap. And it's not, because, it's just not my thing. It's not because of anything, you know, it's just not my thing. But if yeah. somebody posted on there, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not a rules guy. As long as you're not posting politics and all, we see enough of that shit on Facebook. Yeah. I hear you. In the real world. But yeah, just come there and, uh, and, you know, come and check it out. And listen, I want to thank you. This was a pleasure. You know, I really, I'm a music guy. I know you're a music girl. And it was really great to be able to talk to you. And, uh, you know, I wish you luck. With, well, with thank you. Podcast. I, I truly, appreciate that. I you got it. You know, and, I, and I think it's going to go places. I'm, I really dig it. Well, thank you very much. And I will talk it. to you soon. All right, then, Melissa. And uh, to, you, to your audience, have a great night, everybody. So that was episode two. Timmy's great, isn't he? If you want to check him out on Facebook, his group is called Can't You Hear the Music? And you shoot him a request and he gets back to you pretty quick. He's online a lot. This is kind of a long episode. I was going to split it, but that's a little bit above my pay grade right now. So you guys can split it as you need to. If you want to get in touch with me, you may do so on Twitter at Metal Chat Pod, M-E-T-A-L. C-H-A-T-P-O-D. Or you can email me metalmelissapodcast at gmail.com. M-E-T-A-L-M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.